Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 25th uh, Youssef uh, Shaheen podcast. I'm Jose. I'm Richard. And today we're going to be talking about destiny. Um, so, uh, uh, I've now seen it three times, uh, because I think I talked with Tara about it, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. So, um, and I think it gets better each time. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great film. So this is the second time I've watched it and, uh, yeah, it really, it really works well. I think it's, uh, of those late films, I think it's a real, uh, real high spot, okay. I think. Do you want to summarize the story so people who haven't seen it may follow us? Yeah, sure. So it's based on a true story. It's very, very loosely based on a true story um, of a, a guy called Averroes, who was a, a uh, Andalusian polymath. Uh, so he was a he was a philosopher. He was a writer. He was a he was a judge. Um, he was a scientist. Um, he was the uh, the, as I discovered when looking at him up last time, he was the first person to identify the symptoms of Parkinson's yeah. disease in, in his writing. So all this kind of, you know, all, all, all this stuff. He was, uh, and one of the things he did was translated Aristotle. And one of the reasons, I think, you know, the main reason Aristotle's writings survive is because of the translation by, by Averroes. So this is, this is the basis for the story. But actually, the story Shaheen is really telling is, is about the rise of funda fundamentalism. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, we start off, there, there's a, a young guy in France who witnesses his father being brutally you know, burnt to death by fundamentalist Christians. Mm. Uh, so then he travels to Andalusia, meets Averroes and his family. There are, there's also a caliph who has two sons, uh, Nasser and Abdullah, mm. I think. And um, Nasser is the oldest son and he's into hanging around with loose women and 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 sex and so on um Ab abdullah just wants to sing and dance <laughs> hang around with his gypsy friends and be a gypsy dancer like a um, disco <laughs> exactly yeah so um meanwhile there's the um a a sort of muslim fundamentalist sect is arising in the area and they basically groom abdullah to be a um be a radical mm. um and uh yeah so we then end up with the, with this clash of of you know science and reason versus religious fundamentalism and uh will ideas survive and are ideas more important than people and so on and so on and so so that that's that's the plot yeah. really. the film begins or with the, a the seed book of burning the and ends with a book burning yeah uh so the initial uh book burning is uh, Christians uh, uh, in the south of France. Uh, mm. I forget specifically where, but it's medieval uh, France. Um, and then, of course, uh, they travel down to the south of Spain, which at that time was Al-Andalus, and it was you know one of the mm. large uh, Muslim uh, kingdoms that, that extended all the way from India uh, to, to the southern uh, tip of Spain. Uh, and actually, one of the nice things about this film is that sense of movement through uh, an Arab world uh, that is cultured. Yeah. So mm. in which kind of, um, you know, uh, 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 it's open minded, it's cultured, uh, it values philosophy and ideas and art and music. Uh, but which is which is, you know, also regularly under threat. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, from uh, religious fundamentalism. 
yeah yeah and we and and yeah what's interesting is the 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 bulk of the film takes place in 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 what's what's now europe um although i I believe it was filmed in in like the lebanon and places like that but there is a a sequence set in egypt and the point being that one of the one of the characters takes avaroz's books or copies of avaroz's books to egypt where they're safeguarded and so essentially the point being these works and these ideas survive because they were they were looked after in Egypt, yes. which is interesting. Yes, um, I found the film uh, uh, really beautiful, and there's something at the heart of it that's really moving, right? Because it is a film. I mean, you know, for 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 people like me <laughs> who value <laughs> art and ideas, uh, I mean, this is a film that. Uh, values them almost above all else yeah it's like mm. you know or 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 alongside love <laughs> right yeah yeah i mean this is yeah. a film in which love and and art and music and ideas are life yeah yeah uh, yeah and, and and to be uh treasured uh and protected uh, above all else and also with a kind of a faith that mm. you know that is what will survive you know, once uh, politics is relegated to the trash yeah. of history, yeah, and and the put and yeah, the key bit of context being that this is the film Shaheen made after the emigrants, yes, right, uh, where, where he had been uh, taken to court, accused of blasphemy for the representation of a prophet in the film. Although, as we established, it's not it's nothing to do with Joseph, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, it's so, so essentially his response to being taken to court by religious fundamentalists is to make a film warning people about the rise of religious fundamentalism, but to, so, so essentially, you know, I think really, really he's, he's making a film about the contemporary situation in Egypt in the late nineties, which, but he can't set it in Egypt in the late nineties. So he sets it in Spain in, in the 12th century. Although of course his next film, which we talked about last time, the other, he tackled the same problem, but this time set in the contemporary world, but wrapped up as this kind of soap opera. Mm. So he's finding diff- different ways of of, uh, of tackling that problem. I mean, this is also a soap opera, or le- mm. let's say a melodrama, you know, but in the best sense, right? Like, you know, people fall in love and fires burn and the houses come crashing down and people get stabbed mm. all within five minutes. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah. One thing leads <laughs> to another, to another, to, yeah? Yeah. Uh, and actually, I found... There's something very beautiful about that because the film is uh, uh, made with great care and great craft, right? And yeah, also with a yeah. sense of audience's pleasure, right? So, um, you know, all of the people in the film are either very beautiful or very charismatic, yeah? Yeah, like, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, so, you know, even like the old middle-aged gypsy dancers they're full of life and vibrancy Mm. and their own kind of beauty even though you know kind of their faces or their bodies might be middle-aged bodies uh but nonetheless yeah they're beautiful yeah he films Mm. them in a way that would seem very attractive so when there's this flow of emotion in the middle of huge historical change with stakes of life and death. I mean, you can already see the melodrama flowing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. but it kind of flows almost musically. It's kind of, you know, it's beautiful to see, yeah? And, and to see how yeah, it yeah. unfolds. I mean, what, what did you think? Did you think it was too much? 
mind you, you love Dynasty, so nothing's happening <laughs> <to> you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, 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 not at all. I mean, it's, as you say, it's, it's this sweeping melodrama. It's, it's really, really involving as a result of that. Um, I, 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 I mean, it's, it's, it's a musical as well, as, as are some of the songs, because the, the music is very important. Um, you know, there are all these, these dance sequences, uh, both with the, you know, the dancing with the gypsy dancers, and then there's a, so, you know, the, the young brother dances with the gypsies and then he's taken away by the, by the fundamentalists who then do this kind of ritual dance, uh, kind of like a dervish type thing. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, the music and the song and dance is really important. Um, and yes, yeah, it's, it's, again, it's that influence of the kind of MGM musical, um, mm. that, so that he loved. There are three young men in the film. Yeah. Uh, mm. one Joseph, the son of, uh, you know, the Christian philosopher who got yeah. burned at the stake. Uh, um, and then the two sons of the ruler of mm. Al-Andalus. I mean, what do you think that each represents? Because, yeah, all three of them are very beautiful. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, one thing, one well, first thing that's interesting is they've all, well, two of them, the two brothers, um, the old, the older brother is is uh, Ram, the the Joseph figure in, in the emigrants, and yes. the younger brother is the the young male lead from from the other. So mm. they're kind of they're the leads in the, in the, the films either side. The th the third boy, uh, he's I think he's a German actor. He's done some, he did some German TV work. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, they they seem to you know both like at the beginning of the film, the brothers are kind of rebelling in different directions. Mm. Um, they're, they're all, they're, you know, they shows what they're all, I think, susceptible to new ideas and to, to, to difficult to wrong ideas and right ideas. And, 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 you know, the, I thought the gro the grooming of the, of the, the younger brother that by the radicals is really contemporary. Yeah. Uh, it's like the, the way that's handled. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it, it, it's, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, what, what did you think of the three characters? I mean, I was struck first by how beautiful they all were, mm. and how they were all filmed to be beautiful. And I was tempted to to do a video essay uh, on how Shaheen films men, mm. right? Because I mean, the women are very beautiful as well, but there's something fleshy about the way that he films men yeah yeah you know I mean, so there's... like uh, um the younger brother comes out of the water and like yeah. you know and, and there's something about the way his skin is filmed and you know he heads towards the camera and yeah and it's almost like he's got extremely hairy legs yeah that are wet and you you know you have like all this wet curly hair and, and the and the his his girlfriend is lying there fully clothed and yes. she says get, get dressed so i can remain chaste yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's wearing this this kind of uh, amazing kind of undergarment i don't know i don't know what it is but it's got all these kind of tassels hanging from it it's yes. just really strange so there's something very uh, mm. um physical uh, and I, I wouldn't say, I'm not sure about sexual, yeah, mm. because it's not, it's not as if it's filmed to turn the audience on. Actually, I think it's no. probably not filmed to turn the audience on. I'm sure it might turn Shaheen on, yeah, <laughs> but there's this interesting um, observation that 
you know, an appreciation of those bodies and the beauty of those bodies and, you know, the power of those bodies and the, uh, you know, the, uh, how those bodies can be made erotic, while at the same time trying to minimize the erotic yeah. elements. Yeah, because then there's the, this, this, the, the scene later where the younger brother, when he's been um, sort of taken away by the, by the radical sect, and they mm. all spend the night doing something, and then they're all in, in this bathhouse. Mm. I mean, they're, they're all kind of wrapped in towels, but it's very sort of, again, it's sort of the camera's lingering on... Mm. On all of that, and again, it's not a sexual thing. It's very, it's kind of you know, locker room banter type stuff. You know, rugby well, club slapping sort of thing. Uh, actually, the but, the locker room or the sauna scene is a good example of what I'm thinking about, mm. because you know there are men in a sauna. <coughs> you know, I think a director catering more towards a gay audience or even a even a female audience, mm. actually, uh, you know. Uh, might have put all of them in a further uh, uh, state of undress. Uh, you know, it might have lingered on body parts and fetishized, I don't know, pecs or, you know, muscles or whatever. This doesn't do any of that, right? Mm. But on the other hand, yeah, it has the lead kind of naked, jumping around in a sauna, right? Like, yeah, in a way that you can't help but pay attention to that body in a way that is unusual, yeah? Mm. You know. And I, I think that, that there, there's also a lot of shots of the men looking at, at each other, just because yeah. they all have these amazing eyes. Eyes, yeah. And, you know, so I think the, the scenes of kind of, you could probably, that would be interesting to see some sort of clips of, of the, you know, just the gaze, them gazing at each other. And because and, yeah. I, I think that goes on in those scenes. And I think maybe that's what's. Actually, it's one of the things that makes you aware of a kind of um, a racism in like say American cinema or something, right? Mm. You know that um, you know so so ideals of beauty do tend to be fair and blue-eyed, and, mm. yeah. And actually, there is this great appreciation for blue eyes and the various gradations of blue eyes. And you know, Elizabeth Taylor has violet eyes, and yeah. And and then like everybody else, it's just you know. Yeah. Yeah. Cary Grant has dark eyes, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Whereas actually in this film. Like, you know, what Shaheen makes you conscious of is, you know, uh, the beauty and variety of, I don't mm. know, dark, darker eyes, right? Like, you know, so they're hazel or brown or honey colored or, yeah. And then, of course, you know, there's also Joseph with his, you know, I don't know, it's just a, those opaque, mm. yeah, deep blue eyes. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so he definitely is someone who's, who's paying attention to those details of, yeah, yeah. of things, the erotics of that image, really, um, in a way that is very pleasurable. Um, I also got a tremendous amount of pleasure out of just his artfulness, right? Like, mm. you know, so um, just an appreciation of skill, Again, you know, I'm I'm like a broken record of, with this, but you know, some of the compositions are yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, right? definitely. Um, and he's one of the few directors, and maybe this will become a lost art, right? Because you now see movies, and you don't. Very few directors tend to work with groups, mm. right? So in this one, for example, when they are, uh, you know, at Avaro's house. I mean, there are 30 people there, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're all playing a role, and they all have to be positioned in a way that the camera sees them, you know. So, you know, there's that technical aspect of just allowing us to see. Yeah. But then there's also the aesthetic aspect of making those placements visually pleasing mm. 
and also significance. Yeah, that there's a reason why they're there that contributes to the meaning and feeling of the film. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, and at the end, uh, you know, those crowd scenes, yeah, in the book burning, right, and the bridging of them, the way that he handles those massive yeah. crowds is yeah. just extraordinary. Absolutely, really. yeah. And the, the other one that got me was the, the that big scene with the, uh, the, the the sort of ritual dancing of the of the sect where there's like you know tens and you know, tens and tens of people all positioned in different layers on the screen and people in the far distance and you can see everything you know they all have a part to play and it's all synchronized it, it just looks amazing and these days you know you just do it with you'd have three people and just repeat them with CGI but you know you know these are real he he had all those people all in shot yeah. doing that. You know? um. What I appreciated more this time as well was the songs, mm. right? Like, um, obviously, I don't understand them, <laughs> right? Uh, but with each view, each viewing, they've become kind of more beautiful <coughs> and, uh, uh, you know, kind of you hum them. Mm. And uh, you can tell the gradation. The singing is great. And it's almost like you can feel gradations of changes in feeling yeah mm. through the changes in notes in the singer right uh, uh, uh i think it's you know very yeah. beautiful and, um, and the, mu the music is really significant because it's sort of you know essentially what the the, the sort of non-secular music is one of the things that the fundamentalist sect is trying to stop yeah. and so you know you you get the you see so you get the initial scene with the the younger brother and the gypsy dancers and then then he's taken away and they do the ritual religious song but then there's yeah. a scene later on where his friends are trying to de-radicalize him and they've tied him to a chair and they're outside the building uh, singing and dancing. And he's kind of, you see him straining against his ropes and then he, yeah. he bursts out of the ropes and you think, oh, they've, they've, they've saved him. He's back to normal. But no, he's, just, he's burst out of the ropes because he's so angry and he just says, you're all going to hell. Um, yes. But it, it's, yeah. And, really... the, and the response to that is wonderful. So because she says, better to go to hell you know, than to make your life on earth a hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I also thought that that idea that in a fundamentalist totalitarian culture, church is the one acceptable place, or the mosque is the one acceptable place to find release through mm. song and physical movement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very interesting, because that's the connection. I mean, you know, maybe people get involved in those sects and so on, you know, because in these cultures, because that's the one place where actually singing and dancing mm. is available to them. And, yeah, you yeah. know, the kind of, you know, release that is possible through song and dance. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I did think, like with many other um, Shaheen films, the, the dancing was subpar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and I don't understand it because having seen his earlier ones, um, you know, he can film dance and he can get great dancers to do it. So I, I suspect that this is a question of budgets. Yeah. Yeah, that, you know, uh, maybe they, they didn't have enough rehearsal time to get these actors who are not dancers to do it well enough so that, yeah, something could be expressed through the dancing as well as through the camera movement mm. and so on, right? Uh, but every, you know, whenever I see that bit of flamenco dancing at the beginning, I cringe. <laughs> <laughs>
Anyway, we are um, circling around uh, the subject because the film, aside from being a very pleasurable melodrama and, you know, one with songs and dance and so on, uh, is also very much a film about ideas. Mm. You know? It is kind of, you know, a critique of a culture kind of done metaphorically in a way that looks at the past to, to comment on the present. Yeah. And one of the things that's interesting is that the past is multi, multinational or international, yeah? Yeah. Uh, you know, so the Arab world extends through various countries, yeah? Through all of North Africa and, you know, all the way to India mm. uh, and into southern Spain. And it's connected, you know, to Europe, yeah? So it's... it's it's not insignificant that the film begins in France, and that France is really seen as a kind of a vulgar, crude, violent kind of mm. place. Yeah. But uh, I think that's one thing that's interesting about the film, or many things interesting about the film, is the fact that it takes place in in Europe rather than in the Middle East, and also that it covers. You know, it starts off with Christian fundamentalists rather than Muslim fundamentalists. Essentially, he's saying, you know, this is not this is not a problem that's unique to Muslims in the Middle East or some Muslims in the Middle East. It's a problem of all religions and all um, all locations. And and mm -hmm. so by by setting it where he sets it, it, it firstly it divorces it from what he's really writing about in the, in the Egyptian government, but also it means it has a more universal message i think um yes i think i think that's right um i think also uh it situates it divorces uh contemporary uh uh totalitarian fanaticisms mm. from um arab cultures yeah yeah it kind of you know that's that's an aspect and a, a kind of a an unattractive uh, and an unprofitable one, but you know, uh, Arab and Muslim cultures can be reduced to that. There's this song and this mm. dance and philosophy, yeah, and yeah, various countries, yeah. And cultures, and yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, you know, uh, uh, um, so I think that's important because in the middle of this film, or well, towards the end, there's a fatwa, mm. yeah, and to me, it instantly brought up. Uh, the famous fatwa against uh, um, the satanic verses yeah. of Salman Rushdie. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, you know, with all of the connotations that that, that had. Yeah. In yeah. Time. Yeah. I don't think when that was. When it, uh, I think it was in the. 80s. I think it was the eighties, wasn't it? But it would have been yeah, nineteen eighty-eight. It was published, so I guess the fatwa was 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 a year or two later. But, but this was you know five years. I mean, the film is ninety-seven, so you know this is all so, so this is all fresh. quite contemporary stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, um, I mean, you know, Rushdie was still hiding with yeah. bodyguards, yeah, to to avoid this fatwa. So, so the film has all kinds of resonances, yeah. It's kind of touching mm. uh, on all of these different things, you know. But the main thing is uh, that ideas have wings, mm. yeah. Uh, the, I mean, the, yeah. I mean, the final shot in the film is amazing because it's sort of essentially the you know, Averroes' books are all being burnt. And he's just learned that, you know, his books are surviving in Egypt. And so he, has, he takes his, his last remaining book and just 
tosses it in the fire. <laughs> it's like it doesn't matter, yeah. and and yeah, because yeah. ideas have wings, you know, and, and it, it, yeah. it's uh, it, it, yeah, it's an amazing message. So yeah, um, I I think you brought this up, uh, and I read it uh, subsequently. Uh, it's a wonderful article in Screening the Past called mm. Song, Dance, and the Politics of Fanaticism. Yeah. Yousef Shaheen's Destiny by Laurie A. Finker and Martin B. Uh, Schiffman. Mm. Um, so, uh, uh, have you also read it? I, I did, yeah. I read it when we watched this before. I had a quick look at it uh, yesterday as well. But yeah, I thought it was really interesting. I think, yeah, the, I, I don't agree with everything they say, but I, I, I thought it was very interesting as a, you know, as an extended piece of writing in English about a, a particular Shaheen film. That's quite unusual because we, yes, we haven't found many of those, little. right? So um, I, I, that that's very interesting. So yeah, the message about ideas trumping censorship. They've, they, I think they're very interesting on the subject of the, of the music. Um, they compare it to Saladin and the Emigrant. That's interesting. Um, and they they also talk about the uh, you know the homoeroticism in the film um, or whether whether there is homoeroticism. So yeah, it's, it's a very interesting piece of writing, I think. Yes, I um, if I remember, I think I think when I first talked to you about this film, you brought up that one of the criticisms that this piece makes is in relation to the lack of representation of. Um, uh, uh, Jews, mm. because uh, one of those things that um, uh, 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 Andalusia, at the time that this was set, was famous for was this idea of convivencia. Yeah, that mm. you know, it was a place where Muslims, Jews, and Christians uh, lived. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, you know, at ease together or with ease. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, the article then goes on to say, uh, to criticize the film for not including um, uh, 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 any representations of Jews in mm. the film, uh, and particularly uh, for not including Moses, any reference to Moses Maimonides, yeah, uh, kind of a great Jewish philosopher of the period who was born in the same city of Cordoba at about the same time mm. as Averroes, yeah, uh, and who is equally mm. historically. Uh, influential. Uh, initially, when you told me that, I said, "Oh, ridiculous!" <laughs> you know, like kind of, uh, you you know, you you can't include everything mm. in a film, you know, and kind of the Jewish population was only about five percent, and blah blah blah. But actually, upon reflection, I do think that it's a fair comment. Yeah, to make. I mean, I mean, I you know, I I I think the, you know, when you you have to. You, the, you're looking at a film made by an Egyptian director in Egypt um, in the 90s. Um, you can see there's a reason why it's not focusing on on Jewish characters because of, of where it's coming from. So, so but I think it's, it's it's a valid point to make. But on the other hand, because I, I was looking at other reviews, and there's a and I'll, I'll send you these links. But there's a really good review by uh, Jonathan Rosenbaum. In the mm -hmm. uh, Chicago Reader, so this is, this is a, a contemporary review from the original release, uh, and he he talks he he says uh, hang on. Uh, let me find the quote. Uh, 
MGM in the 50s furnishes me with one personal entry route into the film and being Jewish provides me with another. So he, and he, so he, he talks about it from that perspective. He, he doesn't uh, he doesn't criticize it for the lack of Jewish characters in the film. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's an interesting article. He, he mentions he's seen seven of Shaheen's films. He doesn't say which ones. Um, most of them are a retrospective in Locarno in 1996. Um, he's not seen The Emigrant, uh, which was the immediately preceding film. Uh, but yes, it's a, it's a good piece. And he uh, there's a good quote from Shaheen here. Uh, someone, someone asked Shaheen in an interview, is it fair to say that Destiny is a musical? And he replied, in a single day, I expect to cry, laugh, dance, sing. I may even be locked up in jail. A film should contain all these things. <laughs> Which, <laughs> uh, so. Well, uh, fair enough. Um, I, I think the film is made in Egypt, but if you remember, I think one of the Alexandria films, uh, you know, it did have this whole section about Jews mm. and... Alexandria yeah, that yeah. then had to escape to Africa. So actually, I think that's that can't be an excuse. He's done it before, and he's not averse to doing it. Mm. And I think it wouldn't have been difficult but to, to even just have, uh, uh, you know, uh, Moses Maimonides walk down the street. Hey, or, Moses! <laughs> well, high five between the two. <laughs> at least acknowledge, yeah. Or they could have had a philosophical conversation. Yeah. I mean, there are many conversations about philosophy, you know, and what and good government and, yeah. and so yeah. on. So one of them could have been with Moses. And, right? and particularly given that he does cover Christianity as well as um, Islam, you know, so he's talking about yeah. multiple religions and there's a third religion he could be talking about that he doesn't. Uh, yeah. So, so, yeah. so I do think uh, it's, um, and particularly dealing with this particular culture, which, you know, uh, I think I think the notion of convivencia is uh, overstated. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there were always ethnic and religious kind of problems, you know, uh, in this period and. You know, they altered depending whether it was a Christian in power in the region or a Muslim in power in the region. Right? <coughs> yeah. Yeah. But obviously kind of trade and profit and so on. And also, you know, a different way of interrelating mm. meant that certainly uh, uh, in this period, there was a greater ease of different religions living together than would subsequently be the case. Yeah. Yeah. Or that was the case before. Uh, so, so, you know, it's it. it it's, uh, it might be overstated, but nonetheless, it is there. And I think some acknowledgement in the film of that yeah, you know, would have Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, I, I, I didn't... It, it wasn't something that occurred to me while watching the film, but once it's pointed out afterwards, you think, oh, yeah, you know, that, that, is, that is not there. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, recurring aspects of Shaheen's later films that you've noticed expressed in this one? Um, well, firstly, the the use of his kind of regular cast is interesting because not not only the, the, the two young guys, but Averroes is played by, um, I can't remember the name of the actor, but he uh, he's also the older version of Yahya. It's Noor El-Sharif, okay, El-Sharif. Uh, who plays Averroes. Yeah, so he, yeah. he's the older version of Yahya in um, in an Egyptian story. 
Um, uh-huh. Although unfortunately not in Alexandria again and forever, where he's played by Shaheen himself, who's not not as good. Um, and he, but he also plays uh, the Shaheen figure in Shaheen's contribution to the September the eleventh um, uh, portmanteau film. Um, uh-huh. uh, yeah, the, the uh, you know the the mix of genres, the um, uh, the the folk. I mean, the the, the last few films do focus on religion and on fundamentalism. So, we, you know, you've got The Emigrant, you've got uh, Cairo, as seen by Shaheen, you've got mm. this and you've got the other, all looking at the rise of fundamentalism and kind of warning about the rise of fundamentalism. And, you know, bearing in mind, this this is the... He's doing this in the mid to late 90s. And, you know, a few years later, we have September the 11th. You know, he, it, it's... Uh, you know, he was warning about something that was happening. Um, yeah. and, and to put that in context, if I can just interrupt for a moment, uh, one of the things that it made me think of was if you see the role of religion and religion fundamentalism mm. in the United States, which as we've seen through the whole of the Trump campaigns, you know, extends over at least half of the population, yeah. right? You know, and there's never been or there isn't, to my knowledge, you know, a strand of Hollywood cinema that even engages with it or critiques yeah, it. Yeah, right? like, because one yeah. of the things that happens in this film is Averroes is a, is a judge and he's replaced as a judge by a religious extremist. And that's, you know, exactly what's just happened with the Supreme Court in the States. Uh, so, you know, literally the same so thing. So you would think... So, um, I, 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 I'll have to have a think. I can't think of any mainstream American films that cover that kind of subject. To be honest, the only film I can think of is uh, what's the Kevin Bacon musical? Footloose. Um, yes. Footloose. <laughs> yes. That's where he's not allowed to he's dance not allowed to sing because dance. his that's, parents are Christian. That's a, re- <laughs> that's a really good comparison. This is Shaheen's version. <laughs> but. But it's the only one I can think yeah. of. Yeah, you know, footloose, maybe th- something like hairspray as well. To an extent, again about you know banning. But I, I guess they write about banning youth culture. They don't write about. Yeah, that's, know, and that's. It's not. Yeah, yeah. it's not religion. No, no. Um, so, I think yeah, I I, I suppose I just want to underline how well Shaheen's achievement. Mm. Yeah, that in a culture in which it's very risky to criticize such ideas, yeah. he's doing it. And in a culture where it's ostensibly free to criticize all of these, there's no engagement yeah. with it whatsoever. The only, so it's right. one, one that's just occurred to me is, is The Handmaid's Tale, although I don't think the film is an American film, but there is the, the American TV series right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I can't, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, The Handmaid's Tale is a Canadian work, so, to be clear. That's true, but the TV, the t- it's a Canadian book, but the TV series is American. Okay, yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Um, so, are, are there any last things that you want to comment on? Um, I don't think so. I think it was a, yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a great film. Uh, we, it's, it's on Netflix. I don't think we've made that point. So it's, it's one of the, this is the final one on Netflix we'll be talking about. Um, it's, um, so unlike, I mean, obviously some of the ones we've watched have been in very dodgy quality and it was really nice seeing a nice 
restoration. Um, so uh, yeah, it, it's there on Netflix. You go and watch it. it I, I would sum it up with a brilliant quote from oh, which. Yeah, this is from the Chicago Tribune. So this is not the Jonathan Rosenbaum um, review, but it, the, this review finishes with with the quote: "Destiny may flabbergast you, but it will never bore you." <laughs> uh, 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 I, mean, I, I can't wrong. add to that. <laughs> uh, and I would say, you know, I love it. Uh, you know, uh, once you get into Shaheen, <laughs> it's a whole world, really, uh, um, and it's a fascinating yeah. world. Uh, and we now have a rare opportunity to see these works, and this is a very beautiful print. I, yeah, beautiful I mean, copy. I think the, this one really does stand alone. I, I think the you know, some of the other, so like um, thinking of the other late films that are on Netflix, there's Alexandria Again and Forever, which is a bit dodgy. The, there's uh, the other, which is great, but a very strange film. Whereas, whereas this, you, you know, you, uh, you 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 watch it first, you can engage totally with what he's talking about because it, it's it's so contemporary. Uh, but it's a great film, and it, and, it, and you know, it's it's just there on the screen. You know, it's great. So yeah, great. So uh, you know, we highly recommend it. Uh, uh, we've been hearing from some of you, so uh, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. If uh, if you do feel like dropping us a line, please do so. Uh, we will answer. Uh, and other than that, thank you very much for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> 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 <laughs>